Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here, absolutely getting it done. Welcome to Fantasy Rewind, hour number two, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can listen to us 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern every Monday through Friday, and also get us on demand, iTunes, and Google Play. Let's get to it. Dolphins offensive coordinator Clyde Christensen said the backfield will be handled by committee following the JIA trade. This is not a surprise, but it's still good to get confirmation. And this is the offensive coordinator, not the offensive line coach, who is snorting cocaine and sending videos to hookers. He's the one that's actually trying to win ball games and keep the franchise in the right direction and not worried about hookers. That's a good, good way to go about it. With all the craziness going on in the world of football, you realize that why are we so passionate about football when we've got an offensive line coach doing cocaine in the meeting room, sending a video to a hooker like he's a 12-year-old kid seeking the love and admiration of a schoolgirl, and yet the Cleveland Browns can't even handle the paperwork to put a trade in. And we are killing ourselves trying to figure all this out. Why can't they step up their games? Why can't the NFL have the same passion and the same desire that each and every one of us do? You're listening to a fantasy football show at 2 o'clock in the morning, and yet these guys can't even take their jobs seriously. Doesn't it piss you off? Maybe you're better off not thinking about it. It'll piss you off less. Sometimes you're better off not knowing, right? Right? Damn. I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. We'll get each other fired up. We'll rock it out with our sock out. I'm getting a little emotional now. I'm getting a little emotional. I got to calm down. I, I'm out of coffee, too. During a commercial break, I'm going to get some coffee. I got my coffee black, and I got Dunkin' Donuts Doc mixed tonight. So we'll be okay. Jameis Winston said he's feeling better. Winston has been playing through an AC joint sprain and throwing shoulders since week six. But there is some concern he'd be forced to miss time after he struggled against Panthers. He struggled. And this is the crazy part. I don't know how much 
he, I go this time and time again. Everybody expected Winston to take the next level. And I'm like, dude, he's completely under 60% of his passes in today's football. That doesn't work. Like, he's not an elite quarterback. Not at all. And I can already tell you what's going to happen next year. Next year, you're going to be listening to these fantasy football shows. Who is the guy that could have been like Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz that comes out of nowhere? And everybody's going to say Jameis Winston because he was hurt last year. No, he hasn't been a quality quarterback since he's been in the league. He's wild. He's erratic. And in today's football, he makes bad decisions too. you got to complete 60% of your passes at minimum. And he hasn't demonstrated that ability to do that as of yet. Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sakata. We'll be back with more Fantasy Football Rewind after this. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to miss anything. Tony's going to get, and I'm going to get fired up. I'm going to drink some coffee, and we're going to get wild. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata, and I got to tell you right now, you got to get excited, right? You got to get fired up, and you got to figure out what we're going to do here, and how we're going to love it, and how we're going to go over and make sure you're the man. We got a little different fantasy football frenzy today because we have no Matt Modica. We've got none other than the fantasy executive, Corey Parson. And we've got Emery Hunt in today. Emery Hunt. And of course, the usual, Jake Seeley. Here is the question. Are any Jets running back startable? Why I'm not comfortable starting any of these dudes, but owners could be in situations where they have to. 
Yeah, they could definitely have to. And unfortunately, you know, as I keep saying, the Jets and Knuckleheads, they just keep going back to Matt Forte, Matt Forte, Matt Forte. If it's my money, I would go Bilal Powell because I'm just going to go for the upside. He's got the ability to break off. We've already seen it this year, that break off, that big play. I think he's got more in his tank. I think he's got similar ability to Matt Forte. But, you know, this is a timeshare by any stretch. Like, to think anything less than that is a stretch of the imagination. It's not going to happen unless Forte was to get hurt again. So, by usage, you kind of lean towards Forte, but in this case, when it's in less than 15 touches anyway, I'll just go with more explosive player and Powell. Yeah, I think I got to go the same way. I'm not, you know, the Forte, they, he, they still running them out there. You feel what I'm saying? He's an old man and all that, but he, I guess he still he fits what they're doing. You feel what I mean? Uh, if it works, I guess, but, you know, I'm yeah, I'm team McGuire. You know, yeah, I know that. But they're not going to give him the football. They're not going to give Bilal Powell the football. They're going to ride the vet, and we'll see how that plays out. You know, do you, do you know my man Jason Braddock? Uh, yeah, I do know Braddock. You, do, you met him. Pers- I never met him personally, but yeah. I've been on his show a couple times. Oh, okay, cool. You and Jason Braddock are similar because you guys always like the younger player, and you guys tend to you. Jason Braddock always talk up undrafted free agents. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, is, 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 did you have some kind of special? You know what I'm saying? Feelings about undrafted free agents. Well, did, you, did you think you was going to be a UDFA at one point? <laughs> no, I, was just, I was just hoping my knee was right the next week. So uh, here's the thing, though. The, the reason why I've been so high on, on guys that are undrafted, lower round guys, because we get force fed the same 10 to 12 names constantly throughout the draft process. And having seen guys around college football, and you're like, man, this guy can play. And when you hear a guy get dra- – true story. We were watching film on this one team and noticed that the other team's quarterback was hot garbage, right? To the point where we just had to say something like, man, this dude's trash. Later on that season, that guy became a draft phenom and went in the first round. And we was like, who got drafted by what in the first round? And we were just shocked because there was no way that dude, and he's not, he's not playing anymore, obviously, but no way that dude should have went in the first round based off what we saw on tape against a common opponent. Who was the player? Kyle Bowler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son, Kyle Bowler was true. We was like, he did win? Yo, you know what my man used to call Kyle Bowler? Kyle Toilet Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> That's how terrible Kyle Bowler was. That's wild right there. Um, Open up the telephone lines. 844-843-6879. Um, I need to do something about my blue. Uh, my blue... We, we all... The guys are uh, absolutely getting it done. Kyle Bowler, there's a blast from the past. It tells you first-round picks where those things are going and how that thing works, right? It's crazy when you think about busts that happened in the first round, and that was one of them for sure. Uh, here are the guys talking about Julio Jones. We keep, like, what, why? Everybody else in that offense is regressive. They can't seem to figure out. Muhammad Sanu is all of a sudden like the man in, 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 in Atlanta. I don't know why, man. I don't know why we live in, in, a, in a world where average football players get production. You <laughs> don't see? do that. I'm not he's gonna, a nice guy. Son. He's, he's a cool dude, and, he, and, he's, and granted, he is productive. But I'm saying, if you have a better option, why are you not going to that better option? And you have one in... Uh, the best option, really. Julio Jones, Austin Hooper, the back in the backfield, Freeman. So why are you not going to your best option? Are you feeding a guy? That's like feeding Brandon LaFell, who's also getting targets in Cincinnati. Like, what is the problem? E, I'm really trying to figure this out. But, you know what, Jake, we got to start these dudes. We got to start the Muhammad Sanus. We got to start the, uh, the Marvin Jones. Guys like this this week, these guys have become startable fantasy options. 
And I don't like yeah, Marvin I'm Jones. Actually, no, I've always been more of a Sanu fan than most people out there. I don't know if it's just because I like his last name to be able to say Snoo Snoo and all that type of stuff. <laughs> but I've been more of a supporter than, than most people. Like, But the fact is, Every's not wrong. He's a fringe wide receiver three in his best days. The usage is just baffling at this point because I saw a stat yesterday. It's about the Julio Jones that before the season, for the past couple of years, inside the top five red zone targets, inside the top five targets, yards, touchdown potential, like all the opportunities there, like never been that great touchdown, but that's why I said potential in those stats that they threw out. If you throw those same stats out there for this year, the point was he's outside the top 20 in all of them. There's no sense that's being made right now of the usage of Julio Jones for this team, let alone everybody else, the auxiliary factors as well as Emery just pointed out. It's it's not making any sense. All right, so he peeped this. Last year, right, I was going down to the A for Thanksgiving, but I didn't fly. We, like, drove. Yikes. It was horrible. It was, it was brutal, son. So I was listening to um, Sunday's in the Slammer now, Tax, Tax Stone. You familiar with Tax Stone? No. He has a podcast, does an excellent job, but he got caught up in some stuff. And 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 uh Tax had uh Miko Grimes on, right? Miko Grimes She's funny. Yeah, Miko Grimes is funny. She Miko Grimes does a a good job. She knows football real well, Miko Grimes. Then they had Chad Johnson call in. And Miko Grimes asked Chad Johnson, like, who was the best wide receiver in the NFL? And he was like, it was A B hands down. But you know, they both from Liberty City, so you have that bias right there. But when he started, he then Miko Grimes said Julio Jones. Chad Johnson says it's two things about Julio Jones I'm worried about. Number one, his body's breaking down, and number two, if you put somebody over the top, you take him out the game altogether. Is that true? That's very true because he had those. That was the biggest issue I had about his game coming out of Alabama. He was uh, he's a bit too muscular, and when you're too muscular, your your muscles are you don't have any elasticity in your muscles. I don't know if that's a word. E. Elasticity, yeah, and so it, you, yeah. you're tightly wound, so you're going to have a lot of pull strains. And they were afraid with a guy like Herschel Walker because of that. he had to wear special shoulder pads because he was too muscular. And so, and he always had these nagging injuries, Julio yeah. Jones did, and that's why I was hesitant. And you see, within games, even though he'll he won't miss games within the game, he's out for a series of two, probably nursing some injury. And that's and also coupled with the fact where you take him over top. He doesn't have the best hands, quite honestly. Julio Jones don't have the best hands. What no, he doesn't. About? So he'll drop a lot of passes that are contested. If he gets hit as the ball is coming his way, he could he has propensity to drop that ball or maybe drop some easy ones, as does every receiver. But his is almost is not as bad as T.O., but it's close. And so there's some things of, of there's some reasons why Julio is not as productive as he should be, considering what he does bring to the table physically. You know, sometimes they have a lot of stuff going on while the show is actually going on, and it's um, um, it threw me off a little bit. All right, let's get to the phones. 844-843-6879. What you about to say, E? I thought that analysis, you know. No, that analysis. No, I, 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 I like that. The Zard, the Zard Jake, came, Jake came in with the shot. came with the chaser and then knocked you out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't y'all start exactly. with me That's today. what threw him off. <laughs> exactly. We'll get that excuse. It's, it's not the fact that his shiny red ball goes by and Corey loses the track. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like kitten play over here. You know what I'm saying? All right. We got people, we got people that want to talk to us on the telephone lines. And um, I want to talk to them, too. And let's start with Joe in San Diego. Joe, what's up? Joe in San Diego. And Joe is speechless this morning. Same thing. He got distracted, too. Joe, let oh, me hear sorry. you. Hey guys. Oh, Joe, you must have been on mute. What's up, Joe? What's up with you? Yeah, I was on mute. Sorry, guys. 
It's all good. So I'm in a three-way tie for first place in a standard league. Okay. And um, I got to pick two out of three for you guys at wide receiver position. Say that again. I have a pick two out of three for a wide receiver position. All right, let's go. All right. First one is Devin Funches. Mm-hmm. Number two is Ted Jing. Mm-hmm. And three is Devontae Parker. You need two of these three, right? Oh, yeah. man, this is a tough call right here, Jake. I think I'm leaning Parker and Funches, but I like Ginn this week. Oh, Funches? So Funches, Ginn, and Parker? Yeah. Mm, in a safe play is Parker and Safe play is Funches and Parker. The upside is Ginn and Parker. Yeah. It depends on which you need more. I, I, I agree with the all-in kid on that one. I, Funches and Parker is, is the way I would go. I think Ginn can have a nice, a nice game this week. Also, Ginn's been getting it done, eh? Who's quarterbacking in Miami? Um, the, the boys, oh, uh, uh, Matt Moore. Matt Moore, right? Yeah. Or uh, Jay Cutler or whoever is going to be. I, I would oh, say. Oh, no, it's Cutler. Cutler's back this yeah, week. Yeah, Cutler's back, right? So I would say Funches and Ginn would and be. Ginn Jr.? Yeah. But Parker get the garbage time work, though. Parker That's is the, also coming off injury, right? Yeah. But Parker was, like, you know Parker's healthy if he plays. You feel what I'm right, saying? Right. Parker don't play if he's not. If he not, if Parker's not 110%, he's not going out there. I would say Ginn and Funches. All right, cool. I'm cool with that. 844-843. There they are. The guys are absolutely getting it done. Emory Hunt doing a great job filling in for Matt Modica. Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come back. We'll take a look at some lines on the games. If you want to age or you want to get down. We've got the guys that'll help you out. Sometimes they might help you out and tell you not. You can do the opposite. I don't know. We'll listen. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned for more for Fantasy Football Rewind right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. You know, every once in a while, us fantasy football players like to step out, get a little wild, get a little freaky, 
and might put a little shuckle or two down on the games. And this is what we do. We get some help from Cam Stewart and Drew Livingston. Here are the guys. Against the Sabred and Survivor Picks, Week 9 Fantasy Football. Welcome to Week 9 of Against the Spread. I'm Drew. This is Cam. Crazy NFL trade deadline yesterday. Was it the craziest one ever? I gotta be honest. With you. It's like we laugh at the hockey guys. You know, oh, I got a guy. Yeah. Some some stooge from the AHL for a conditional seventh round pick. Yeah. Ooh. But in the NFL, I can't believe the star power. Like a Jai Benjamin, all this stuff. Like that was the craziest. I mean, first of all, the NFL doesn't even really have a trade deadline. I know. Usually, you, you, like nothing happens, nothing. or like one deal for some minor league guy for the next couple years. But I've never seen a trade deadline like that before. Which deal do you like the best? Seahawks. I know that's, I'm speaking from my <laughs> heart, but I've watched every game, Drew, and you know that offensive line has problems. Brown, he's one of these guys, like the thing is, Russell Wilson thrives even when the line's bad because yeah. he's a mobile quarterback and he sets up those broken plays a lot of the time going to Richardson or Baldwin, but now they have a horrible, horrible running <laughs> game. McKissick, Rawls, Lacey's brutal. Like, that's the thing. They need at least to establish some kind of run, even though all the play-action passes worked against Houston Which last didn't make sense. when they didn't even run the ball. It was like a magic act. But I got to believe the underrated move by Seattle, and you can look at the league this year, Rams, Eagles, Seahawks. There's not one of those teams that you go, wow, they're so much better than everybody yeah, exactly. else. There's a lot of teams that say, hey, man, we can make a move. Even our Saints is our, our, our long shot are looking better if their defense plays better. Yeah, and I guess the Seattle can stop having Russell Wilson be their leading rusher week in and week out. Exactly. What do you think about uh, your Bills? and uh, uh, Benjamin? Yeah. yeah not it's, as, it's, it's not, good. It's good. It helps them out. Obviously, it's going to take away people from the box against mm-hmm. LaShawn McCoy. I think J.J. is a bit of a better move for Philly. How do they get him for a fourth-round pick? How dumb is Miami? I don't know how dumb Miami is, but another thing with the Eagles is you're so good this year, you should have gone and d- did what Seattle did and tried to improve your line a little bit, right, buddy? Yeah, but I mean, at least they improved the running back, right? Like, Eric yep. Blunt's not going to take them anywhere. And one thing I want to say, San Fran are a bunch of idiots. New England had one day to trade Jimmy Gravel before, before he became a free agent in the offseason because they weren't going to be able to re-sign him. They already said that. They're not going to franchise tag him, so he was going to be on the market. And they could have just picked him up. You could have just backed up the Brinks truck and just paid him a bunch of money like you're going to anyway. But, no, you give away a second-round pick and let New England off the hook. That pissed me off. Yeah, New England just always finds a way to screw somebody, right? Pissed me off. No, that's just that's – just, like, and that's the thing. Like, we're guys. We're regular dudes here. Like, you're NFL guys. It's your job to know the scenarios of these teams, right? It's your job to look at the money and the draft picks and say, okay, we can do this down the line. Who cares, right? Don't give New England picks. No, I guess they thought maybe they weren't going to be able to sign him, but let's be serious. You give him $22 bucks. He's going to sign. Money talks. Exactly. All right, let's look ahead at week nine now. The Bills going into New York. Gabe Renzi's going to be there. Yes, he is. The Bills laying three on the road. I'm taking the Bills just because it's three. If it was three and a half, I would take the Jets because I think it's going to be a very tight game. I'm with you, Drew. Um, I'm taking your Bills. <clears throat> They've been great to me all year. Uh, we had them against uh, the Raiders last week. But the one thing is, this is classic Buffalo Bills. Kind of feels like a letdown. And the Jets battled yep. Atlanta again. The Jets have not played one bad game this year. But I think the Bills have the talent edge. They understand, too. You brought up a great point. Their schedule down the stretch in the next four games is hideous. Yep. So you better beat the Jets or this playoff dream yeah. might go right down the toilet. Yeah, because they're probably going to lose to the Saints next week, let's yeah. be honest. All so, right. Yeah, we like the Bills. The Rams going into, uh, I guess, oh, yeah, the Giants are also a home team this week. First time because New York, New York, Sunday. Exactly. Uh, the Rams visiting the Giants, laying three and a half half on the road 
This game's a really tough one, but I got to take the Rams coming off a bye. Me too. And I watched that uh, Seattle Giants game. And even though, like, you know, Seattle at the end of the game, they still dominated most of the game. They made mistakes in the red zone. And as for the Rams, they understand now that Seattle went out and made those moves. They got to keep pace. Yeah. So things are getting really interesting. The Giants are horrible. They still have way too many injuries. It's three and a half. I can see the Rams winning this game by seven to 10 points. Three and a half seems like kind of a small number we could cover. You think they'll win by 10? That's a lot of points. I think they'll win by more than three and a half, buddy. And that's yeah, all that that's matters. True. That's true. Fair enough. <laughs> right. All right. Denver going into Philly. Mm -hmm. Philly, the Cinderella story of the NFL right now, leading the NFL with the best record, laying eight at home against yep. the Broncos, who are starting Brock Osweiler. Brock's back! Oh, man. He should have never <laughs> left. What an idiot. Uh, I, I don't understand. Uh, watching Trevor Simeon throw those balls on Monday Night Football. Why wasn't was, he benched at half? Exactly. That's the thing about Vance Joseph. He goes, oh, okay. Uh, you know what? I'm sticking with my guy. If you're my quarterback and you go out there and look that back, like no offense, Drew, I love you, no. but you got to take a seat and things got to get better with another guy. What? You it'll <laughs> it'll also inspire your team, right? You can't just keep on throwing this guy out there thinking it's going to get better. And the offensive linemen are shaking their heads like, what I the know. hell is this guy throwing out there? You're just giving Marcus Peters easy interceptions. Osweiler, not much better, but maybe he doesn't turn the ball over as much. At I'm the time the of points. taping, at the time of taping, when we tape a lot earlier than the games. Uh, to give you guys early leans, but it's eight right now with yeah. Philadelphia. I don't know if Brock Osweiler is going to help this spread by game time or make it worse. I think he makes it worse. You think it makes it worse? I think it's ten by game time. Yeah, well, you know what? Ah, 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 I guess we got to fly with the Eagles. I don't like to lay points, but no, I'm, I'm looking I'm for an excuse to I'm take not Denver. Flying with the Eagles. Oh, you're taking Denver? Yeah, I'm taking Denver. I think uh, Philly disappoints at home, wins by seven. Really? Yeah. I like that, Drew. Balls. Balls pick. Yeah. I, I think Philly right around by 10. So It'll be close. I'll go with the favor. Yeah, it's going to be around the number. All right. Tampa Bay going into New Orleans. No one would have thought the Saints would be a seven-point favorite over Tampa Bay week one coming into this game. But they deserve to be. Drew Brees isn't playing well at all, and they're still no. winning these football games. Tampa Bay's defense is pretty bad. Mark so, uh, Ingram single-handedly cost the Saints almost, that cover yeah, last night with those fumbles. No, it pissed me off, too, because we needed that for a big, big uh, parlay. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. The Saints, seven points, Drew. I'm looking at that going, mm, that's a lot of points. And I'll tell you something, they've been good. The defense has played better. But Tampa Bay is also going to be a desperate team. Yep. I, I see it as a lot of points in a divisional game. I got to take yar, yar, the Buccaneers. <laughs> and you know, me and you were both invested in the Saints. I think the Saints win, but, but maybe like three or four. I don't think they cover this number, even though in my heart, I need them to keep on winning games. I think Breeze finally wakes up and starts throwing some You passes think they murder them? Yeah. And how, how bad do you feel for Zach Miller? Chicago could have won Not only that game. a touch, touchdown, could have lost his leg, and he'll never play football again. You think it was a touchdown? Yes. Do yeah, you? I think so, too. Yes, I think it was. A, that's a crappy call by the referees. Wait, wait. Like, that's so brutal. Yeah, man. that was terrible. All right. <laughs> the was. Bengals going into Jacksonville. Jacksonville laying four and a half at home. The Jags are pretty bad offense, really good defense. And good I, running game sometimes. I think the defense is enough to stop Andy Dalton and the Bengals, so I'll take the Jags. Yeah, I'm looking at this one, too, going, I think the Jags win the game. Four and a half, though. It's one of those games. I like the Jags better as a pooch rather yeah. than a favorite, but I'm going to tell you. Cincinnati week after Their week D after is good, week. Uh, no, but Andy Dalton and he's off. Like this, we got to start again. Can we talk we have about to start this AJ McCarron nonsense and have? Oh, with the Browns! Oh, what the? Browns, what the, it, the it, it's like the Leafs. Remember the Leafs and uh, Carl Von Vig? Uh, yeah, yeah. What was it? A fax machine problem? No, didn't they that didn't happen? The deal? It happened in the NFL with somebody two years ago. I remember <laughs> someone sent a fax with uh, the Broncos and they didn't sign a guy and then he went back to Baltimore. Who and here's another that? thing. In today's day and age, Drew, like you're chopping up all sorts of crazy fax machines. Like even me, what like, are you I, doing? I don't know. Do, do, does anybody use a fax machine and 
apparently they were celebrating. They're like the Browns friend off. Yeah, we got McCarron. Yeah, we got McCarron. You got nothing. You filed the paperwork wrong. Wah, wah. Idiots. Anyway. I can't believe I'm doing this. Eileen Bengals, give me the Bengals plus four and a half. That's Jags probably good. Win, don't cover. I think I'm zero uh, seven on the Jags game. Really? This year, so it's probably good that you're not going with me. Interesting. In this game. All right. You did been... really. You're you're doing good. You did had some really good picks last week, though. The Falcons going mm-hmm. into Carolina. Carolina no longer having Kelvin Benjamin. Funch is their number one receiver. Atlanta disappointing. They should have lost to the Jets last week. This game is a stay away for me, but if I have forced to pick Atlanta, I guess. Hey, a lot of these games are stay away games, but we're basically going to give you like what we think and what we lean. It's not going to make like my top five at the end. I'm going to give you like the best bets of the week, Drew, that yeah. I'm thinking. I like Atlanta. Yeah, I know uh, Carolina. I don't have trust in Cam and this offense now without Benjamin. Oh yeah, what's here's what's Carolina say? Hey, now we got a ground game. Is that what you said? Because no, Benjamin's the GM gone. Said the Benjamin's really? gone, so it's going to open up the run game. What kind of logic is that? Anyway, Carolina still, in my opinion, is an overrated football team. Atlanta at four and three. This is a big spot to see if you're still the real deal. And we're getting a point and a half. I gotta lean Falcons in this one. Yeah, it's I, a tough game. I have though. to too, but I would not be surprised if Carolina won. No, I wouldn't either. If you're playing pools, you box this game. Yes, 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 yes. Houston hosting the Colts. Jacoby Brissett has not looked good in the last three weeks. The Colts have not looked good. Houston's looked amazing. Give me Deshaun Watson and the points. This is it, Drew. I'm looking at this game going, and Drew and Brian. Uh, sorry, not Drew. Gabe and Brian Blessing talked me out. Remember when? Because when we did the show, I go. The Bengals should not be favored by 10.5 over everybody. They're like, oh, this is a classic game where, yeah. you know, the Bengals kick the crap out of a bad team. And I had all those voices in my head. And the instinct was with you Colts. to take the points. But this is a totally different story. Yeah. Houston went up this into Seattle and should have won that game. If their coach wasn't such a stooge and called a very conservative play on third down, they iced the game and don't give Russell Wilson back the ball. Bill O'Brien's an idiot. They, they were throwing the ball all day. And they, go they, for it on fourth down. That's another, and they ran a simple draw to Lamar Miller, and Seattle was there. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Give me Houston to murder these guys. I like Houston by 17 in this game. Yeah, I think Houston wipes the floor with them. They need to come back. There's rumors that Houston threw the game. Did you hear those? Uh, they're saying that against Seattle that the defense played bad on purpose to shove it to the owner for his comments. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, they, yeah, they tried to throw the game. I was like, yeah, it looked like Deshaun Watson was trying to throw that game. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Are you believe this? People really saying these yeah, things? That's yeah. just stupid. No, they, right. the, the Houston's offense looked great. Baltimore going into Tennessee. It's a pick 'em. No line right now. Mariota. Tennessee. We don't know if Flacco's going to play or not. That's why. Flacco. If Flacco plays, Baltimore wins. If Flacco doesn't, I'm taking the Titans. I don't care if Flacco plays. I don't care if Flacco doesn't play. I'm taking Tennessee. I know how you feel about Mariota. I feel the same way. Overrated, but I'm going to take the Tennessee Titans. At I home. think the Ravens defense can shut down Mariota in that offense. It's just if Ryan Mouth's quarterback, they're not going to be able to score any points. Correct. So. Correct. They so can score on Miami. That's why I'm on the fence with that. Okay. The Redskins going into the Seattle Seahawks house. Is Kirk, can Kirk Cousins do what Deshaun Watson couldn't no. and beat them? No, he can't. You don't think so? This is the thing. This game, I was thinking about like Washington could be like a play of the week. And then I'm thinking, that Dallas game, Drew, they got injuries on the line. They got second and third stringers going like in every type of position. Like Washington looks pretty beat up to me right now. Yeah. This is a classic point where Seattle. I think they can actually blow these guys out. I don't think Kirk Cousins is going to fare very well in this game. I, I think he actually might get hurt. I like the Seahawks by 14. They cover the seven. I'll take Seattle as well just because I think that they're going to showcase their new left tackle. They're going to prove to the world that uh, they're they the team run to the beat ball? in the NFC. They're going to prove that they're the number one seed, not the Philadelphia Schmeagles. Wow, the guys are tough now. on the Schmeagles. That's, that's a tough comment, man. They, 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 he's he's a hater. He's a hater. 
but they're giving their picks. They're telling it done. When we come back, we'll get the rest of the picks. We'll get survivor picks and make sure you got everything you need to be there and be the man when it comes to winning fantasy this week. So stay tuned for more of Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. We are helping you out, getting the action you need if you're going to put a couple scruples down on the game. We're listening to Drew Livingston and Cam Stewart, and they got some survivor picks for you. So let's get back to the guys and see what they got. Yes, the Arizona Cardinals going into San Fran, only laying two points. I don't care who's that quarterback. Arizona should be favored by more than two against San Fran. Yeah, I usually love a home dog in San Fran, but uh, Beathard and the San Francisco team, they're hard to watch right now. At home, too, the home field advantage, Dallas went in there and just absolutely throttled them like it was <laughs> embarrassing. I, I don't know, Drew. I, 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 I'd look at the points, but you're not giving me enough. That's exactly. the thing. I think Arizona probably wins this game by like six to seven, and uh, they only have to cover two. Even uh, Carson Palmer with one arm can probably get it done. Give me cheap, 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 cheap. You think cheap they try Cardinals. to force uh, Jimmy G in there at any point? They're not yet. Not yet. You don't think so? No, no. The fans will be calling for it. Uh, very soon. Yeah. When you watch Carson Palmer play, yes. But uh, you got you to gotta go with Arizona this week, don't we? Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying if Garoppolo yeah. was playing for the 49ers, it might be a different story. Mm, interesting. But he's not. All right. <laughs> the Chiefs going into Dallas, laying one on the road. Dallas just smacked Washington last week. The Chiefs. Kind of embarrassed Denver on Monday Night Football, made them look uh, pretty bad. But Denver still covered the teaser. I don't know what to go with this game. This is a definite stay away from me, but I give me the home, guys, because I think they need to keep pace in the NFC. And this is a game that Casey doesn't need to win. I'm with you. I think Dallas is a home dog, Elliott, whatever. I don't care what the scenario is, who's running the damn ball. Kansas City's been good, but now you got to go into Dallas. Dallas is looking at what Philadelphia is doing, and it's getting a little bit exactly. stupid. We're getting one point as a home dog. I think the Cowboys win the football game. It's actually They're just going to try to establish the run and run it down the Chiefs' throat. Give me the Cowboys! Plus one. Yeah, a lot of the public loves the Chiefs. Why, you don't like that one, Wes? I saw him shaking his head. Nah, the he's producer. The public. You see the public last week. He's a week. Chiefs guy, right? Atlanta was the public's number one bet last week. Didn't yeah. Cover? No, no, they didn't. I told. I, I actually, I think didn't I have the Jets yeah, as like my did. only one did. of my only winners? Yeah. 
Go Jets. All right, now the most public <laughs> play of the week by far but is I don't, the Oakland Raiders. But how do you go on the other side? The Oakland Raiders visiting the Dolphins, laying three. You almost have to take Oakland, but I don't feel I'm good about it. it. I'm not doing it. I'm I, going Miami. People were not bet. I'm not really. I don't think I'm going to be betting this game hard. No chance. I am on Oakland minus three. I don't have a lot of faith in the Dolphins. Is Moop still quarterbacking? Yeah. Oh God, but he's at home. Yeah, that's a big difference. Moop's at and home Devontae compared Parker's to him back. on the road, and Devontae Parker's back. And 75% I think of I kind the public of, on the Raiders? I'm kind of buying into the J.H.I. was a cancer in the locker room talk. I don't know. Maybe uh, with Damon Williams and Kenny Drake, they can open up a bit. I think it's going to be Eileen close. Raiders. I think uh, I want to take the points. I shouldn't take the points, but I'm taking the points because of all of you out there betting on the Oakland Raiders, making it 75% public bet, yeah. I don't like it. What about the Monday Nighter? Monday Nighter, this game. This is I'm all over the lines in this one. Yes, man. yes. They, that's that's the thing. Like I'm looking at Green Bay as a two point, two and a half point home pooch and going, this is the spot. And then I'm thinking, the Lions against Pittsburgh should have won. That, that's the thing. But they're Jim Bob Cooter's a I'm Jim Bob Cooter. I'm Jim Bob Cooter. Hey Jim Bob Cooter, you should be going hanging out with the Dukes. That like he that was a stooge of all stooge. What did they have nine calls. red zone oh, trips? Yeah. Hey, fade to the like. What are, you, what are these guys doing? What were their play calls? Abdullah up the middle? No, he's a <laughs> scat back. Know your team. Run the right plays. I will say this. Detroit would love to go into Lambeau and beat beat Green Bay. This is a time to do it. I'm on Detroit. I think they win by a field goal. Four, cover the number. Field goal. I think they win they, by they, 10 they, to 20. Really? Okay. I think they win by three or four, and the line's only two. I don't believe Brett Hundley has what it takes to keep up with Matt Stafford, and the red zone defense in Green Bay is nowhere near as good as the red zone defense in Pittsburgh. Mm, you bring up good if points, they get, Drew. If they get the red zone that many times, they'll score. I Lions. Bounce back. Lions, very good bet of the week. All right. Cam, your favorite bets of the week, what are they? My favorite bets of the week, I'm actually going to go with Dallas as a, as a home dog your, against. That's your favorite bet? No, I'm going to give you five or six that okay, I really, okay, okay, really okay, like because okay. other ones I'm not going to bet. But as of right now, as of the tape of the show, I like Dallas plus one as a home pooch. I like Seattle minus seven to win by a touchdown against the Redskins. I think they absolutely blow them out. I love Houston. I can't believe I'm taking this many favorites, Drew, but Houston <laughs> against the Horseshoe. Yep. Sorry, Horseshoe. Indianapolis, you stink. I could see Deshaun Watson throwing for four or five touchdowns in that game. I like Atlanta as a small underdog against Carolina. I don't have faith in Cam and the Panthers. Tampa Bay will cover a big number, seven against the Saints. Also leans to Arizona. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And Detroit. <sighs> What do you got, Drew? Fair bet of the week is the Arizona Cardinals followed by the Detroit Lions. That's probably all I'm betting this week. Arizona. That's a lie. Give me a few more. Okay, okay, okay. I'll also take the Rams on the road in New York and uh, the Saints. I know you like the Bucks, but I I think the Saints. So Arizona, Detroit, Rams, Saints. That's Drew's uh, four-pack. That's the camera two Drew special. We don't have a survivor pick for you anymore because uh, he's done four times. I'm done (laughs) once. If you're you're still alive in your survivor, first of all, congratulations for being amazing. And I guess you'd have to take Houston if you haven't used them. There's no chance they haven't used Houston. I uh, I think you're taking the Lions, honestly. I think so that's the Lions. Think about it. Who who do you have? What left about the Saints? You you might have to. You know what? Some people might have not used the oh, Saints, the Saints yet. for sure. But do you trust that in division game? Not really. But I'm just saying. There's things yeah. are whittling right. down. All right. So Saints right? or Lions? If that if you're okay. in Cylinders Fire, those are pretty much. And your if you haven't options. used Houston because you're some kind of Kreskin, sure they can't lose to Indianapolis, right? No, I don't think yeah. so. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for week nine, Cam. Uh, good luck with your bet. Good luck to you, Drew. Hopefully, uh, we do better than last week. Actually, we didn't do pretty. Actually, we didn't you did do that good. Bad. Uh, it was my, my bad last hey, week. Hey, it wasn't as bad as my own 14 week. Yeah, that was pretty rough. We'll see you in week 10.
Welcome back to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. The guys absolutely getting it done as uh, they got their picks out there. You know, it's funny. I'll give you one more survivor pick. I do like Arizona over San Francisco. Even though it's a two-point spread and that's not screaming out as a survivor play, I I can't picture the Arizona Cardinals dropping that game. I just can't. I don't think that could possibly happen. And if you're down and you don't have any guys, the ones that stick out, I'd take a shot. I would absolutely take a shot on that situation. That you could go ahead and say, bang, the drum slowly. There's no doubt about it. I would get in it, and I'd go, Arizona. San Francisco's bad against the run. They're bad against the pass. They're just awful, 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 awful. So we got to get ready. We got to get fired up. And we got to make sure that you got everything you need to be a fantasy connoisseur. To be a fantasy stalwart. Because that's what it's all about. It's Fantasy Football Rewind. Right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. As we reported earlier, Jameis Winston is feeling better. Whatever that means. Like, he felt like crap before, and now he's feeling better. Cowboys coach Jason Garrett expected Des Bryant to be ready and raring to go this weekend. There never seemed any concern for his ability against the Chiefs. Ezekiel Elliott expected to be suspended for that game. Bryant, in the passing game, will have to shoulder more of an offensive load there as they get it done. The Cowboys. Marquise Lee is not expected to practice again this week, but he'll be ready to go. When it comes to Sunday, we expect the Jaguars could uh, have a possibility of resting Lee and go with T.D. Westbrook, but I think that Lee dresses. He might not be effective. He might not play, and there could be risk associated with him. Play his usual allotment of snaps, but he'll be in the contest for sure. Fantasy Football Rewind. You can catch us every Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. Now, what am I talking about? 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Eastern. The 11 a.m. is supposed to be 11 p.m., right? 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., which is the Fantasy News Desk, which precedes us, which I also host. So get fired up, get ready. We'll be back with more right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada, and you got to be fired up and ready to go. Let's see what we got going on this week, week nine. Got bye weeks going on, man. Bye weeks going on. Can you survive the bye weeks? This is where you hope you're playing the best teams in your league, and you can beat them with depth as opposed to their superstars. That's what you hope for at this time of year. And then we head for the playoff stretch run, right? We head for the playoff stretch run. Of course, you had the Bills and Jets tonight. Another marquee Thursday game. I mean, man, oh, man. Buccaneers and Saints kick it off on Sunday, 1 o'clock. Buccaneers at Saints. Jameis Winston, of course, has that injury. Falcons and Panthers there. That's a tight game. We'll see if... uh, what Calvin Benjamin lost to the Panthers is like. The Rams and Giants. The Giants have suspended Janoris Jenkins for that game, helping out Jared Goff from a passing perspective. Ravens and Titans. Joe Flacco looks to be back there. Corey Davis looks to be back for the Titans. Bengals and Jaguars. Can the Jaguars keep it rolling? Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals going to show up this week and ready to go. Broncos and Eagles. Brock Osweiler at the helm. And uh, I actually got involved and acquired Demarius Thomas in a trade this week. Hopefully, Brock Osler can make it better. Colts and Texans are there. Deshaun Watson, he'll be everybody's DFS darling this week. Redskins and Seahawks uh, go at it as we have three 4 o'clock games. That's the first one. Cardinals in 49ers at 4.05. Chiefs-Cowboys, which uh, we'll see. Uh, how they play without Ezekiel Elliott and Raiders Dolphins at 8.30. And then Monday night, the Lions, the Packers. Can Brett Hundley take the next step and actually make that team play a little better? You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we will be back tomorrow night, 1 a.m. Eastern, on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.